Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Now, you may never have bloating after you watch this video. Now, people do know that there's certain foods that cause bloating, like beans, legumes, fruit, sugars, especially like lactose from milk, too much fiber, especially if you eat too much bran and other types of fibers. And as a side note, if someone has irritable bowel syndrome, you should never, ever, ever give them bran. That will just completely tear them up. But let's say you eliminate a lot of the foods that cause bloating and you still have bloating. Okay, then what? Now, there's something very fundamental that you need to understand to be able to get rid of bloating. And that is this thing called bile. Bile is made by your liver. It's stored in the gallbladder and it has three main purposes. And I'm gonna give you a really good demo to help you understand bile. Bile is dishwashing detergent. That's what bile is, okay? So we have some fat here and we have detergent, we have soap. So if we mix these together, okay? And we shake it up. You can see it emulsifies. Now, what does emulsify mean? Emulsify means to break down something into smaller droplets. So when we add bile, which is a detergent to fat, you get these smaller particles thereby increasing the surface size so your pancreas can release the lipase enzyme to break it down fully for it to be absorbed in the small intestine. So the first purpose of bile is to help you absorb certain things in fats, especially the important things like fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin A, D, E, K1, K2, and other things like omega-3 fatty acids. Very, very important. So that's number one. Number two, bile helps you eliminate excess cholesterol. In fact, bile is the primary thing that regulates the amount of cholesterol because you have cholesterol that comes from the diet and you also have cholesterol that your body makes. Bile is there to make sure that it does not build up in the body. And this is why one cause of high cholesterol or high lipids is really a bile deficiency. And number three, and this relates to your bloating, bile is antimicrobial. In other words, it kills microbes that are in the small intestine. Normally, you should not have a lot of microbes in the small intestine, especially the microbes that make certain gases like hydrogen and methane. When you have too much hydrogen or methane, you're going to get bloating. And that is called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And what's interesting about that is when people had their gallbladders removed, uh, the studies show that their risk for getting small intestinal bacterial overgrowth goes up. Now, there's something else that occurs when you don't have enough bile. You get undigested fat that tends to accumulate in the small intestine. And now that forces the intestine to try to digest it. And so we have this decreased transit time, right? Because it's not going through very easily. And that alone is another cause of bloating because you're gonna get excess fermentation. 
And on top of that, bile helps to lubricate the colon. And this is why not having enough bile could cause constipation and having too much bile can give you diarrhea. So when people get bloating, they usually take some medication, they might take some enzymes, they might take a probiotic or maybe even some type of a, a medication that takes the spasm out. But what they really need is bile salts. And so if you're interested in a really good product that not only has purified bile salts, but also has additional things like enzymes, things to acidify the stomach, herbs to help thin the bile. So as you can see, bile is so essential for your digestion and it's stored with the gallbladder, which is not an extra organ that they might tell you that you really don't need. And so whether you have your gallbladder removed or you just have a deficiency in bile, all sorts of things can happen in addition to having bloating as well. And so I'm gonna give you some additional information on that right here. What are the symptoms of low bile? Well, you can develop hypothyroidism. Why? Because you need bile to help convert T4 to T3, the active form of the thyroid hormone. And if there's anything going on with the liver, whether you have a fatty liver or it's filled with scar tissue, you may find that you might not get this conversion from T4 to T3. On the flip side, let's say your thyroid is in a hyper state. You have graves. It's hyperthyroidism and it's moving too fast. That would be one contraindication that you don't want to give the person bile salts because it's going to speed up the thyroid a little bit more if the real cause is a deficiency of bile. And that's why I'm covering all these symptoms right here because if you're trying to figure out, is my problem with bloating a lack of bile, you probably have other symptoms that relate to that. Okay, next one is greasy stool. You might leave skid marks in your toilet. Why? Because there's still fat there. It's fat that's never been digested. Your stool actually could float if you have too much fat in it. That would be an indication of low bile. And a couple others that's not on the list. Uh, number one, the stool color is uh, pale or even gray. That could be a severe uh, bile deficiency. Another one is you're not satisfied after you eat. Why? Because you can't break down and absorb these fat-soluble nutrients that are supposed to satisfy you. So even though the food might be nutrient dense, it's really about you not absorbing those nutrients. All right, we already covered bloating and we covered SIBO. And next one is right-sided discomfort. And I'm talking about underneath the right rib cage, right through here, you have your small intestine right here, you have your gallbladder right here, and that can refer up to the right uh, trap right here or back into the rhomboid on the right side. And it can come up all through here because there's a little nerve from your gallbladder to the diaphragm to all the way up through here, okay? And then we have high cholesterol. I already talked about that. Gallstones, okay, what is gallstones? That is a super concentrated cholesterol situation where the cholesterol is turning into crystals. Why? It's because you're lacking bile that is normally supposed to break up and eliminate this extra cholesterol. All right, next one, fat-soluble vitamin deficiencies like a vitamin A deficiency. You're gonna notice that with your vision at night driving, it's hard to see in the dark. You might notice with your skin and low vitamin D, that could show up in a lot of different ways, low back pain, inflammation, um, you get sick easily. Uh, you can also have a vitamin E deficiency that can show up in a lot of things too. It can show up in weak muscles after you exercise. It's taking you way too long to recovery. Your skin's bad. Then you have vitamin K1, which could be uh, you bleed easily. Now, if it's vitamin K2, 
you might get calcium buildup on your teeth is tartar or in the joints. And the last symptom would be omega-3 fatty acid deficiency. So, you know, people take cod liver oil, fish oil to get this omega-3. And it's not just important for your heart health, it's good for your cognitive function and mood, and it's an anti-inflammatory. So even though you're taking it on a regular basis, the problem could be you're just not absorbing it because you don't have enough bile. All right, let's talk about the causes of a bile deficiency situation. Well, having your gallbladder out is the obvious one because now we have no way of storing that bile between meals. What we have is we have a tube from your liver that's making the bile directly into the small intestine and it's just kind of trickling through. We don't have any ability to regulate it. But I will say this, that <laughs> there have been um, a lot of reports that people tend to grow back uh, their gallbladder and even remnants of the gallbladder, okay? So that's a possibility, okay? So you may be able to grow it back if you had yours removed and I'm not making a joke about that. All right, low fat diets. When you go on a diet that's low, especially in saturated fat, there's nothing there to stimulate the, the bile production or the gallbladder contraction. So that's another cause of a deficiency of bile. And this is why vegans have a higher tendency to have gallstones because they don't produce enough bile because they're not eating saturated fats or animal products. Antibiotics. Now, why would an antibiotic cause a low bile situation? Well, guess what? There's primary bile that's made by your liver that's stored in the gallbladder, and you have secondary bile that is produced from your microbiome in your gut. So if you don't have that, you can't produce the secondary bile that you also need to help out with the situation. And this explains why diarrhea can also cause a, a loss of this microflora. And then you can end up with a loss of bile from that as well. And that triggers another thought. Let's say, for example, you did a lot of colon cleansing, right? Colon hydrotherapy, where you're getting rid of a lot of waste from your body. Well, you better put those micros back and you may need to add some bile salts because uh, if you're removing a lot of the microbes from your gut, you're not only gonna be deficient in the microbes, you're gonna be deficient in the bile that they produce. A couple other points, high estrogen, whether the person's on birth control pills, hormone replacement therapy, or they just had a baby. And this is why pregnancy can increase the risk of gallstones because of this estrogen situation and how it affects the liver. High amounts of insulin, okay, that comes from eating a lot of carbs and frequent eating can diminish your bile reserves. High cortisol, especially if it's from medication like prednisone, that can really mess up uh, your gallbladder, your liver, as well as the production of bile. And then too much omega-6 fats, those are the unsaturated fats that are very inflammatory, can really throw off your bile reserve and then having a fatty liver. It could be even an inflamed liver or even a liver that's cirrhotic, okay, cirrhosis. Why? Because your bile is made from your liver. And if there's damage in the liver, you can't produce the bile. All right, what's the game plan, the to-do list? Well, make sure you have enough fat in your diet. I'm talking about healthy fats, not the omega-6. Have omega-3, have enough saturated fats to trigger this process. Don't go low fat in anything. You don't have to spike the fats tremendously, but just, just don't go low fat. Probiotics or foods that help build up 
your gut flora, like fermented um, sauerkraut, for example. Number three, intermittent fasting can greatly help because first of all, you're lowering insulin. Secondly, you're allowing the body to reset and build up this concentrated bile in your gallbladder. If you're eating so frequently, your gallbladder might not have a chance to really build up the concentration that it needs to do its magic on your food of extracting these fat-soluble nutrients. And number four, low carb, which is gonna lower the insulin. And number five, taking purified bile salts. You'd wanna take these after a meal. You might wanna take one or two and sometimes three, and that can greatly assist you in building up your bile reserve.